You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, it'll be interesting to see like uh, when uh, Kyler comes back if AJ Green's going to be targeted again, because I mean, that was, uh, that was a McCoy thing, you know? I mean, when, uh, uh, Murray was not targeting AJ Green, you were talking about how he's mm-hmm. getting old and, uh, shouldn't be playing and get rid of him, And, and then, uh, McCoy comes in, targets AJ Green, <laughs> both games that he played. And, uh, when he had a touchdown, uh, in the first game that McCoy came in and this last game, he had, uh, AJ Green only had 50 yards, no TDs. But it will be interesting to see, you know, if, if they target uh, him a lot. What was it, yeah. nine or ten times? I yeah, think nine on, targets on Monday. On Monday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, AJ we'll Green really is, that way. We'll see. Well, they actually talked about it in the pregame show, and I would, I would uh, look for this clip for any fans that are interested. But in the pregame, they had RG three, Larry Fitzgerald somebody else they were talking about kyler murray and the differences between colt mccoy and kyler and just the leadership that colt uh brings to the team and and larry fitzgerald had brought up how he speaks to guy he he's never talked to colt but he does talk to hopkins and aj green and he sounded that like he almost alluded that like hop and aj green are you know, we're really happy to have Colt McCoy as their quarterback. So um, that will be interesting to see just, just moving forward. Like you said, will, will AJ Green be involved or will, will he go back to being not happy? Well, I mean, Hopkins so. didn't get a, uh, he hasn't gotten a touchdown since McCoy's been in there. You know, he's kind of been ruining my parlays that I've had, you know, because Hopkins is typically a shoe in since he mm-hmm. came back to be able to get a touchdown each game. But yeah, no TDs uh, in, uh, LA against the Rams, no TDs in Mexico either. So, uh, He's which, such a beast, though. That penalty in that game in the first first drive, or was the first drive or second drive in the first quarter, where where he caught that pass and the two guys were going against him, and he pointed one two, and yeah. then he got a penalty, yeah, penalty that for Tati. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I love Hopkins; he's the best. Uh, <laughs> other news: Arizona Cardinals are bringing back Farrell Cooper. Uh, this is could be because of the Rondell Moore, and well, it is definitely because of the Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch injuries. Farrell Cooper. Uh, he's now going to be on the practice squad. He, we'll see if he gets elevated. Uh, he caught 25 passes for 243 yards with the touchdown during Kyler Murray's 2019 rookie season. Uh, the Cardinals also, to make room for some of these changes, they did waive running back Jonathan Ward, who's been a special team star and been pretty good in opportunities when he when he's ran the ball as well. So that running back room is looking very different these days uh-huh. after the release of Eno and, and now Jonathan Ward. So... Um, I, w- I want to touch on real quick the Chargers because this is kind of like our preview episode. They've had a lot of injuries, like we just said. Uh, the, they're banged up, but offensively, they are dynamic. And if this defense plays how they played this past week against the Niners, to me, this is a better offense than the Niners. Uh, Justin Herbert, their quarterback, is fifth 
in passing yards for a QB. He's seventh in touchdowns. So he's a, he's a top quarterback in the league. He's been very good the last couple of seasons. Uh, Austin Eckler, the number one running back in fantasy football, uh, or depending on how your scoring is, he's second behind fantasy, uh, behind Derrick Henry by like a point. He's fifth in rushing touchdowns and he's a threat in the receiving game. He has four receiving touchdowns on the year. So this offense is, is, they ain't going to lay down for the Cardinals defense. So this, uh, Cardinals defense better come ready to play and not be making those business decisions because, uh, again, this Chargers team's good. They're, they're good all around. They've had a lot of defensive injuries. And so that should, again, help our, I, I, we keep saying this week after week, here's the chance for this offense to step it up, get things right. But this late in the season, you are who you are. I don't think this offense just sucks at this point. Yeah. And we've talked about it, blame who you want, but it is what it is. But no, the defense is, has looked good, you know, in prior weeks. Like yeah. I think Vance Joseph's not going to let them, uh, you know, sit this one out, if you will, you know, so I think they'll play hard. It's just going to come down to whether the defense can can get, or I'm sorry, the offense could get any points on the board. Yeah. Something I want to wrap the show on. I mean, we've got a few more minutes, but I I really want to get into this topic because I think it uh, is, is necessary after the past few weeks. One hard knocks, uh, the episode three has not come out yet. It'll be coming out tonight. So uh, that shows you again when, when we're recording this, but uh, the Eno Benjamin release. And, and I just want to talk about the, the Cardinals private nature, because I, I think this is very interesting. And I, I think the Cardinals need to look at themselves because I think they have a culture problem. And when we talk about their private nature, uh, Eno, the Eno release was supposed to be on this week's episode of hard knocks. There was a producer, a director of the show on, uh, uh, on a, on another podcast. He had talked about, that it was shocking like that that footage would be on episode three. Well, in the last few days, it's now been reported that content will not be on this episode. So it leads people to believe that the Cardinals organization stepped in, said, hey, yeah, we're not going to show this like this needs to stay private. I wonder why I, you know, cause that I, I wonder about these contracts sometimes too. You know, I feel like if they are, um, like what kind of what kind of decisions can the Cardinals make based on video that HBO obtained? You know, because I feel like if you let the cameras yeah. in, you know, put it all out there. Was it was it the Cardinals, or the NFL that kind of ultimately made that decision? It's it's interesting. I don't think it would have been the NFL. I think this would be an ownership and Cardinals decision to say, hey, we don't we don't want that out. Um, because it'll. I mean, the only thing way I could see that happening is like in the in this agreement with HBO, you know, video that, yeah. that mean detriment to the team. Um, or, you know, or, or something. So obviously that video and that storyline, it would bode well or bode uh, horribly for the team. If the public saw it. Yeah. I, and you would think, you know, HBO would want to show it, right? Like that's, right. that's juicy material that, that, you know, you're going to want to have on <laughs> out there for the masses. Yeah. You know, when you watch, when you watch the preseason hard knocks, I mean, they show you some good riveting stuff it just it really did kind of surprise me that it sounds like this has been scraped. But then the, again, this is the MO of this organization. That's where I want to get into this part. Last week, Cliff had a press conference. There was no news on Ertz. This is after the Sunday game and, and Ertz left. Um, and then 30 within 30 minutes after <laughs> Cliff leaves, and we talked about this. Uh, you had mentioned maybe he's just not privy to this information at the time. Yeah. I find it hard to believe the head coach is not being told about these moves prior. But less than 30 minutes later, they announced Ertz is done for the season, and then the Eno news comes out. And so none of this 
comes out prior to the press conference so that they can sit up there and take the questions and just be transparent. Like the stuff is going to come out. Like why <laughs> you're going to get asked the next time you get in front of a microphone. Like what, why are you, why are you withholding this information? So then this week happens. And yesterday cliff was asked, do you see any coaching changes forthcoming? And he said, none, I do not. I don't think that's going to happen. Less than 30 minutes later, later Kugler's let go. <laughs> so, and then the news comes out today about the groping and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, this is now going to get asked to you. Yeah. So uh, Chuck Harris, great follow on Twitter. He's very opinionated. I, I will state that. I want to give one of his opinions. He says that instead of speaking out against unacceptable behavior towards women, um, they took e the easy path of sidestepping the question. And, and by not revealing it now. And, and now it came up again today and Cliff was really short and just said, you know, it's a serious situation and not going to go into it type stuff. Uh, Cliff, uh, Chuck Harris elaborates when leaders show zero accountability, it permeates down to the team. It's true with sports franchises and in real life. I think like, again, the Cardinals have a culture problem. Gunner, what do you think when you hear all of this? I, yeah, I agree. And what made me, you had mentioned uh, the example of Cliff being asked about a coaching change and he said no. And then something came out a little bit later. Um, it just reminded me of uh, when he was asked about um, the trade deadline, that something was, you know, definitely in the works or, you know, he'd be shocked if nothing did happen or, you know, whatever his verbiage was. Yeah. But then nothing happened. Like he alluded like something great was going to happen, but then nothing happened, you know? So to me, that's what I thought of when you mentioned what you did. So is Cliff disconnected from the room? Is he, does he just throw stuff out? Whatever comes to mind first, you know, regardless of what the truth is, you know, is there, is there a connection, but you know, does that make sense to you? Like what I, what I said there about yeah, his yeah, different yeah. answers, you know, when asked uh, as to what actually materializes. Well, it's, it's just a weird thing. Like, are they just not all on the same page? Like, right. are they not all sitting down? I, I mean. Which is all part of the culture. If you're not on the same team or on the same page, it's definitely a culture thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, and so let's, let's, so let's talk about culture. Cardinals running back coach James Saxon was charged with domestic battery uh, in, in, said is involving children. This came from Chuck Harris again in May, uh, but he was allowed to stay with the team till it became public in August. And then he was placed on admin leave and pled guilty October 6th, then allowed to resign. Like, so you, you stack this with now this incident uh, today, right. And with coach Kugler. Yeah. And then you add in uh, the Steve Kime DUI situation. And then the Ron Miniger, the, the former vice president of the team DUI. And like, then you've got players who keep getting popped for now. These are speeding, but I mean, you think about in the Raiders situation, they had a player that, that had the speeding and ended up killing someone. Um, so, I mean, the, all these incidents are serious. I don't want to make it sound like drinking and driving isn't as serious as domestic. They're all serious. Cause you never know what, what they can allude to that, you know, what yeah. they could be. Right. Like, God forbid, Steve Kime, when he got his GUI, he killed somebody, right? Like, that would have been terrible. But I totally forgot about that. 2018. I mm -hmm. I mean, I, granted, I wasn't living here, but still. Um, that's huge. But this is my point. It's like year after year after year, we keep having issues. Yeah. And and I'm not saying, again, calling for Kime's head or anything like that. But I, I'm just simply stating, like, Michael Bidwell really has got to look in the mirror here and, and 
try to fix the culture here because it's it's not good and they need to start with just being transparent and and taking these interviews and like just just getting out in front of this like why are you waiting till 30 minutes after your press conferences to let leak to let this news out to then deal with it the next day. Like, I just, you think it's going to calm down. Like it sounds like the NFL, when they release a shocking story on a Friday, because they know it'll die down over the weekend or whatever. Like, I feel like that's the MO of the league kind of, and Uh, so that's the MO of the Cardinals. And it's just, uh, I I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know how many chance you gotta, you gotta get some fresh blood in there. You know, I, I know it seems like Bidwell is a loyal guy, you know, but I mean, come on. I mean, the guy, Steve Kime has had uh, many a coach underneath him that he has hired, you know, and nothing, nothing has worked. So, yeah, I, I, you you speak about that. He's got to, that's the thing. He needs to bring someone in that's had success, that's been a winner. And that again, keeps pointing to Sean Payton, right? He's won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl ring. He's come from other successful franchises like, this all points to again yes you need a clear house you need to bring in the right people and michael biddle kind of needs to take a step back and allow these guys to do what they do and and then reap the benefits right yeah a couple, go ahead gunner no i i you know i mean it's a ultimately i mean he's he's got a great relationship with kyle you know kyle's been able to keep his job for this long but mm-hmm. you got to kind of take a step back and make a business decision you know and right now, I think the best business decision would be to get, you know, shake up that leadership a little bit. Yeah, no, I and, and I, I see a lot of people say like, and I like Adrian Wilson. And I might have said this on a previous show because I've said this opinion before to people I know for a fact. I, I like Adrian. He's always a good dude. But I've run into him. He's friends with some other friends I have like, but everyone's like, oh, promote Adrian Wilson and promote and move all these people from the inside. Well, that's what the Cardinals always do is they promote from within or they bring people they know or have relationships to. Hello, we haven't had success. <laughs> so, like, why are we continuing to bring people from, like, already, like, tied to the organization? Yeah. Go find someone from a winning situation. Bring them in. Like, that's what I would like to see. Yep. <laughs> I- I'm tired of the retread of of let's just keep bringing in the same culture to this organization. And not to say that A-Dub wouldn't put his own flair and touch to it. I just think yeah. that that ultimately, if you're going to give somebody a shot, like this is your time now. I mean, this rumor of Sean Payton, I, I don't see how you don't do it. Um, I do want to, some, some positive notes. There was a cool video and, and I'll retweet it out of, of someone talking about how you could see how the game is slowing down for Isaiah Simmons. That just I want to end it some sort of positive. Uh, good to see that. We want to see Isaiah keep making strides. Th- that's really what these next few games are going to be. Get these young guys to have the game slow down for them and start producing so that you have a great foundation starting next season. Because at this point, this season is over. Yeah. Uh, Buda Baker was also nominated for the 2022 Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. So again, Buda Baker, you know. He's the the heart and soul of this team, yeah. and and good to see uh, that as well. And I saw Beecham also got some award for uh, what he's been doing to the community, Kelvin Beecham. So want to want to shout those things out as well. But with that said, we're gonna wrap this holiday episode of Kickoff in the Valley from our families to yours. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, he is Gunner Jackson. You can find him at the Gunner on Twitter and at Radio Gunner on Instagram. You can find me and Bird Gang Travel at Bird Gang Travel on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, for this podcast, make sure you download and subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Uh, actually, Gunner, you know what I did at one of our parties? I'm going to talk about this real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, my birthday is actually tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. 
Wow. And birthday, dude. thank you, sir. And I uh, demanded that everyone at our rooftop party on Saturday pull out their cell phones and subscribe to the podcast. And a lot did that. <laughs> That's I your think. birthday so gift. As... That was my that was my birthday gift. So after we go off this episode, I'm going to ask producer Adam if he's seen <laughs> upticks yeah. in some numbers from that. But uh, yeah. uh, yes, wherever you find our podcast, make sure you subscribe and download every episode and listen and maybe leave a review too. Okay. Uh, you can also go to kickoffinthevalley.com and make sure you always kick off in the valley.